Bishop Dr. Edwina Perrin coming on to give you what? Hashtag there is a word. Y'all see it up there. Hashtag there is a word. Hashtag there is a word. Listen, y'all know me. I am the Reverend Dr. Edwina Perrin, founder and CEO of Divine and God Ministries. Divine and God Ministries is a platform. We are here to empower believers. We are here to empower believers with God's word, God's word. We are here to empower you with God's word. That's what we are here to do. Listen, y'all know how we do. If you are on Facebook, I need you to like, comment, and share. If you're on Facebook, I need you to like, comment, and share. I need you to like, comment, and share. If you're on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, this is what I need you to do. Subscribe, like, share, click the notification button so that you will not miss any of the lives or any of the videos um, that we have, okay? So with that being said, come on and invite your friends. Come on in the room. Y'all know how we do. Come on in the room because Jesus is our doctor. Yes, Lord. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Yes. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Yes. I am trying to make sure I get my Bible up. Um, get my Bible going. Um, I have some scriptures uh, for you. So while I am doing this, I'm looking for a particular scripture that is not coming. Um uh, Oh, so while I'm doing that, y'all go ahead um, and invite someone. Go ahead and invite someone. Tag someone. Um, y'all know you know it. Technology is good. Um, the author of okay, here we go. All right, there we go. I finally got it. okay. There we go. We're here. I'm good. See, y'all was giving y'all time to come on. All right, now y'all listen. Let's go into prayer. Listen for those that would like to sow. Here's a cash out. Cash out. Divine and God. Use the dollar sign divine and God. Listen, y'all, this is a self-supported ministry. So um, thank you for those that do so. Thank you for those that cash out. Thank you so much for those. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, because I do support this ministry on my own with the help of God and uh, him connecting me to people. But I thank you for those that do so a seed, do so a seed. All right, so. All right, tonight, tonight, this is what we are talking about tonight. Okay, so remember, this is National Health, National Mental Health Awareness Month. But tonight, I'm going to talk about maintaining your sanity in the workplace. Maintaining your sanity in the workplace. I want to talk about that tonight. Maintaining your sanity in the workplace. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we thank you, God. You're so awesome and you're so wonderful, God. God, you get the glory and you get the honor. We love you. We adore you, God. Because, Lord, if it had not been for you on our side, where would we be? Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for our early rising. We thank you for the for the traveling mercies. We thank you, God. Even when we wouldn't even pay attention that you would protect us on the highway, we thank you, God, for our traveling destination, traveling mercies from that to and from our destination. Now, Lord God, as we enter into this Bible study, touch our hearts, lead us, equip us, Lord God, as we continue to talk about National Health, National Mental Health Awareness Month, Lord God. So many of us are dealing with so many things. So, Father, we thank you. We glorify us in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen, 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 amen. All right. 
maintaining your sanity in the workplace. All right. Maintaining your sanity in the workplace. All right. So what I need you to do, you're going to need your journals, get your journals, get your journals out. All right. Maintaining, um, maintaining your sanity in the workplace. All right. So I want you to get your journals and you can go back and I want you to get these scriptures. You can go back and you can um, rewatch the replay and all of that. But listen to me. This is what this is what I want you to take from this. Regardless if you working or not, it could be maintaining your sanity in the home. It could be maintaining your sanity at the place you volunteer. So put whatever it is. Tonight, for many of us and for many of my friends and for many people that have reached out to me, even many people in my community have reached out, is maintaining my sanity in the workplace. All right. So the first scripture that I want to start off with is 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, it is in, um, hold on, let me get it right. 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. And, um, doggone it, it didn't give me the right scripture. It didn't give me um, the scripture. I'm like, go for, um, here we go. Uh, 14, just bear with me, y'all. Here we go. All right, got it. 14, 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, the 33rd verse. Y'all know me. I'm, I am not going to. Like y'all know, I'm just real raw and relevant. So what you see is what you get. I am not perfect, but I did not pull it up the correct time. All right. So go to 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, the 33rd verse. All right. 14th chapter, the 33rd verse. I am going to read this. I am going to read this. Um, I am going to read this from, I tell you what. I want y'all to go to the NLT, go to the New Living Translation. I was going to read from NIV, but I'm going to go to the New um, Living Translation, New Living Translation. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for changing that because I had yet one verse, but okay, y'all ready? I thank you, God, for allowing me to do this. All right. For God is not a God of disorder, but peace, as in all meetings, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. I need y'all to write that. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all meetings of God's holy people. Y'all catch that. Let me say it again. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all meetings of God's holy people. All right, stay there, stay on that verse. Um, the Holy Spirit, I just want me to check one other thing before I move on. Holy Spirit, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm gonna read from the message version. Now, I always use Eugene Peterson's message version, okay? Now, with the message version, I'm going to read 26 through 33. So I just read the New Living Translation version. Listen to this. So here's what I want you to do. When you gather for worship, each one of you prepare with something that will be useful for all. Sing a hymn, teach a lesson, tell a story, lead a prayer, provide an insight. If prayers are offered in tongues, two or three 
three's the limit. And, and then only if someone is present who can interpret what you're saying. Otherwise, keep it between God and yourself. And no more than two or three speakers at a meeting with the rest of you listening and taking it in heart. Take your turn, not one person taking over. Okay? Watch this. Then each person gets a chance to say something special from God and you'll learn from each other. If you choose to speak, you're also responsible on how and when you speak. When we worship the right way, God doesn't stir up us into confusion. He brings us harmony. This goes for all the churches, no exceptions. Okay, now let me go here. Let me correct y'all with something. Church is not just the four walls we go in. Let me get that straight. The church is not the four walls we go in. The church is the building. That's a building. We go in a building with the four walls. Okay. When we come into worship, fellowship, or any other time, God is not the author of confusion. And I think that's what's happening in many of our workplaces. We are allowing the enemy to come up in there with so much confusion we are allowing the enemy. We got to stop the enemy and we got to, you know what? We're going to have to stop, start stopping ourselves. If we have to get up from the table and go and pray and go and seek God's face because of the calamity, the buffoonery and the chaos that is going here in first Corinthians, he was talking about when you gather for worship, I'm talking about when we gather for worship and fellowship at work in a meeting, we should not have the chaos and calamity. You know why? Because it brings on a mental stronghold in your mind when you're at work. You can't function when there's chaos and calamity. You can't function when you can't trust people. When you can't trust people, it makes it hard for you to function in the workplace. It makes it challenging. So here in this scripture, in the message version, it's telling you in the churches, like, don't come in here. Don't bring all that calamity in here. Okay. Now, I'm not going to get so deep in this, but what I want to talk about is the calamity that we bring in work. What we need to realize, the same worship spirit, the same fellowship spirit that we have in inside the building, but because the church is in us, we need to bring that in the workplace. To keep it peaceful and calm. So many people in the workplace are stressed because of the calamity, the chaos, the lack of trust. As I always say, the reindeer games. You know, people playing reindeers, they say this in your face, but you know they're having sidebar conversations. And it's too many, too many imps and too many devils running around. These little satanic moves that the devil got going on in other people because it's not them, it's a spirit. And what we have to do is stop and pray. Listen, they cannot stop us praying internally. They cannot stop us from going in the bathroom praying. They cannot stop us from walking outside praying. And what we have to do to maintain our sanity in the workplace, sometimes we got to disconnect. Look, I don't even know what my work phone is right now. Because when I come home, that's my sanctuary. I'm not trying to be on the email. I'm not trying to be on the work email. I'm not trying to do on all of that. 
sometimes we bring the calamity on ourselves. I don't be chasing my work phone when I get home. If it's an emergency and I don't answer the work phone, they will call me on my personal line if it's an emergency. Checking my emails and all of that. See, when we go to work with that, see, sometimes we bring the craziness because we've been dealing with our work emails. We've been looking at all of that the whole time. Stop. Turn it off sometimes. Maintaining your work, maintaining your sanity in the workplace, we got to take ownership of that. We got to stop wanting to respond to an email as soon as we see it. That's not healthy. That is not healthy. So I want to give you some scriptures. Because, see, we, we bring calamity. And we always just like to take the scripture and talk about church. No, when you coming together, when you come together with people and you coming in a workplace, and y'all are worshiping and fellowshipping together. And what I mean by worshiping, y'all are talking and y'all are, are just in a, a serene place. And you in your workplace and you fellowshipping with them. We still got to be cautious that the enemy does not want us to focus at work. The enemy does not want us to collaborate at work. The enemy does not want us to have great days at work. He can't get you at home so he go to the workplace. And in the midst of that, and what I'm talking about, especially when you have your true believers, especially when you have your true believers that bring in a spirit of worship, a spirit of harmony, and the devil get mad. The devil gets mad. So here we go. First thing I want you to do, some things I want you to do. First, stop answering your, your work phone. If you have a work phone, stop answering it every time it rings. Sometimes let it go to a voicemail. If it's an emergency, they will call you back. Two, stop being so accessible to work. Oh my God. Stop being so accessible to work. This is what we do. As soon as a work email come in, we come to check it. No, stop. Because what you're doing is that anxiety that you're doing at home, you're taking it back to work. At work, stop answering time the email comes in. Sometimes I'll let the email sit there for 30, 40 minutes before I read it. Because I want to maintain my sanity, especially if I can see the subject line and I know it's going to take me off course. Number three, the thing we need to do. Ready? Y'all not going to like this. Sometimes we need to eat lunch by ourselves. Sometimes we need to eat lunch by ourselves. Sometimes we need to go in a quiet place and go in worship mode. And go into a mode of worship. Just turn the music on and worship. If this is, if you don't work and you retire, this might not be maintaining your sanity in the workplace. It might be maintaining sanity somewhere else. But we have got to serve notice on the devil that we are not going to come to work all discombobulated, all out of sort, because we haven't taken the time. I told y'all last week about solitude. 
I told you last week about solitude. Getting yourself together. Mary Mary had a song, and I don't want to get charged for it because I'll have to pay for it. And it, it, the lyrics goes, I got to get myself together because I got some place to go. I'm praying that I get there. And it says, I want to see everyone I know. I want to get to. You can't get to heaven if you're distracted and dealing with demons and devils all the time because they got you running rampant. You got to get in a safe place. You got to build a sanctuary. You got to build an altar at work. Go in the bathroom. Walk outside. And get yourself together. Here we go, some scriptures. I want you to go and read Philippians 4, chapter 6 through 7. That you know that verse. Do not be anxious um, for nothing, but in everything, prayer and supplication. Are we praying for our day? Are we praying throughout the day? Sometimes I say, God, I, you better come right now. God, I need you. God, I need you now. It's got to be, sometimes I just can't got to get a quick prayer. Especially when you know you're dealing with a scene of people. You know, everybody is not a believer. So that because everybody is not a believer, it pulls on you. It sucks your anointing and it wears on you. Here we go. The other thing, 1 Peter 5 and 7, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Give it to him. Give it to him. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Y'all, we read that scripture at funerals. That is scripture. It's not for funerals. Let me just give you that. That's not for funerals. You got to maintain your sanity in the workplace. Here we go. Here's another one. Um, Look, this sometimes you got to do this. Second, two, one and seven, second Timothy 1 and 7. But God has not given us the spirit of timid, timidity or the, the spirit of fear, whichever version you're reading, but of a power and love and discipline. Listen, sometimes you got to take the fear off of telling somebody when they're wrong. Just it's a certain way you can tell somebody. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. Sorry, don't, I didn't like how you said that to me. Speak up, tell people that. Here we go. Here's another thing. Um, Isaiah 41 and 10. Do not fear for I'm with you. Do not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous hand. My righteous right hand. I'm telling you, if you want to maintain your sanity in the workplace, because what will happen, you'll get so angry. You'll bring that stuff home. You bring it home. You're taking it back to work. Last scripture, Matthew 11, chapter 28 through 30 verse. One of my favorite scriptures when I need sanity in the workplace. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. I refuse to keep bringing burdens from the workplace in my house. I'm not going to bring it. 
I'm not going to do it. And let me tell you something. The enemy, they want you to be destroyed and distracted. They want you, they want you to be destroyed and disrupted from what God is trying to do in your life by bringing calamity and chaos. So to maintain your, maintain your sanity in your workplace, get grounded in these scriptures. Repeat these scriptures. Write them down. Put them all over your desk. Even if you got to go in a meeting, yep, I said it. Even if you got to go in a meeting, have these scriptures accessible to you in a meeting so you don't have to deal with that. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. God, we thank you because you are so good and you are so merciful. And you are so, you're, God, you're just everlasting, Lord God, everlasting God, sovereign one. We come to you, God, we are weak. We are wounded in these workplaces, God. We're losing our mind to sanity, Lord God. God, some of us are heavy burdened with all the chaos, confusion, and calamity that's going on in the workplace. So, Father, we come to serve notice on the devil. We come to serve notice right now in the name of Jesus that we will not be conquered by these spirits. We will not be conquered, Lord God. God, we will not allow these spirits to take us out. Father, dismantle it in the name of Jesus, God. God, we release you into every workplace that is represented on this line. For those catching a replay and those catching a live, God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. God, we break this spirit. We break this spirit. We break this spirit, Lord God, the spirit of chaos and confusion and calamity. We break it. We break it in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood to everybody's workplace that will catch this on the replay in the live. Father, we thank you right now, God. We give you glory and honor because we, God, we calling on you right now. Calm the sea that are raging in many workplaces. Calm the sea right now, God. Right now in the name of Jesus. God, get us back to a place of solitude and sanity. And God, we leave this at your feet. We leave it at your feet in the name of Jesus, God. God, we thank you. We love you. And we adore you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God, forgive us. Forgive us, God, because sometimes we pick this stuff back up. But God, we're going to lay this at your feet tonight. Lord Jesus, we lay this at your feet tonight. Because this is National Health, uh, National Mental Health Awareness Month. And we're going to maintain our sanity in the workplace. Father, thank you, Jesus. We love you. Listen, I love y'all. Have a glorious day in the Lord and give grace to receive grace. Share this broadcast with somebody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.